This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. One rental at a time. Let me move this just a little bit. There we go. Uh, This is, of course, uh, what is it? August 10th. Is it Tuesday? I actually don't know what day it is. Who am I talking to today at 8? Today's Tuesday. Uh, So welcome to the Daily Financial News. Before we jump into the topics, let's do us a, a quick favor and congratulate two people who are participating in the 500 Challenge Yes, I am trying to have a positive impact on the world. I'm trying to share real estate information uh, here on YouTube, on Instagram, all of this great stuff. And we have two folks that got their first or their next rental property. So let's congratulate Jeff and Heather. Congratulations. And let's congratulate Daniel for getting their first or next rental property, folks. If you don't know, I Achieved Financial Freedom, wrote about it in a book called One Rental at a Time. I'm trying to make a difference in the world, so I have a goal of getting 500 deals done. All you have to say is, hey, one rental at a time helped me some way, somehow. Maybe you watch one of my videos, maybe you read the book. Those count. If you're in my course, obviously those count. But here's the deal. If you want one of these, I need your address. I get about, I don't know, 10 notes a week from folks that tell me they got a deal, but you don't give me your address. And uh, I don't read minds, so make sure you, uh, you can email me on my website, direct message me on Instagram, all of that good stuff. So uh, thank you very much. Next up, I released a video kind of breaking down the new eviction moratorium last night. Uh, go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, again, I am not, when I share stuff on this channel, I'm trying to do it as best I can with no bias. And boy, some of y'all attack man, like I did this, like I'm the one who's doing the CDC eviction moratorium and you're coming at me hot with all these capital letters and calling me all kinds of names. Save yourself some time. I'm just going to delete those messages and move on with my day. If you want to know my opinion, ask, but I'm trying to just share what is going on. So, I mean, I don't know, but some people just want to type nasty things on the internet, I guess. So when we talk about the daily financial news, a couple of things hit my radar today. First and foremost, the state of Tennessee, and actually I did not know this, a subscriber, actually two of you sent me links. I think they were Twitter links. It looks like there are judges or at least a judge in Tennessee that is like, hey, we've already passed, uh, said the eviction moratorium is illegal. We are processing evictions now. Uh, So I think yesterday I, I watched the little short clip I think there was 27 evictions that cases that were on the docket yesterday. Was it yesterday? It might have been the day before, but they are processing evictions in Tennessee and giving, or yeah, in Tennessee and giving a big middle finger to the CDC. So uh, if you are a landlord in Tennessee, at least in one part of Tennessee, you have evictions started already. So uh, we will see if other states, other regions do the same thing. And um, yeah, and again, I expect the judge, as I shared last night, to give her ruling. And then as I shared with you last week, this this is following an expedited legal process. 
It may not feel like it if you're a landlord who's short, but in, in today's Tuesday. So last Tuesday, this new version of an eviction moratorium comes out. Lawsuits were filed Wednesday, oral arguments Friday, judge asked questions Monday, giving a ruling, her ruling, probably today or tomorrow. That is remarkably fast, but let's not be confused. No matter what she says, this gets kicked back up to the Supreme Court where they have to act. The question is, do they act before they come back from vacation or do they wait until they're back in October? Don't know. My guess is this is such a hot issue, they have to respond, especially after Brett Kavanaugh's response last time, but who knows. Another thing I saw this morning, if folks, if you are in real estate, you gotta appreciate the Forbes billionaire list. Uh, I remember, I don't know about you, but what was it called? The Fort, I don't know, the one that listed the 500 richest people in America. I think it was America and then it went world. Forbes 500 list, was that what it was called? I think that's what it was called. But anyways, I digress. They're now talking about all the billionaires and on the list, get this, if you're in real estate, this should make you feel good. 200 billionaires on the list uh, did it via real estate called real estate moguls. 10% of the billionaires worldwide do it with real estate. Back to that saying, more money's been made in real estate than other areas. Learn your market, do the work. You don't have to be a billionaire, but if you take control of your financial future, like we talk about all the time, you can do it with real estate. I don't know if you saw this, but I'm in California, so I give a shout out to uh, this landlord, uh, Los Angeles, Southern California, let's call him Southern California, Southern California landlord who has 15,000 units in SoCal. Better believe that boy's a billionaire. Wow. Anyways, he has finally stepped up filed a lawsuit against LA County for $100 million. What the hell took you guys so long? People with deep pockets stand up, sue this freaking people for putting in unconstitutional things, put their feet to the fire, and I hope you win. It's gonna be a knockdown, drag out fight. That's why it has to be somebody uh, with, um, uh, somebody's, uh, with deep pockets to fight these lawsuits, so again, Make sure, make, we gotta follow this. Again, $100 million. Uh, this individual has lost $20 million in rent already, and he expects that to triple uh, before the California eviction moratorium is over. Fight, fight, fight. People with deep pockets, go file lawsuits. And it's interesting about this lawsuit, unlike the one we talked about yesterday. Remember the one we talked about yesterday was some 1944 health thing. This guy is going after the U.S. Constitution and the taking clause. Talking to constitutional lawyers over the last year, that is a battle that needs to happen. Uh, we need to define this, but it will take, let's be frank, months and years to get done. I hope he has the wherewithal to fight through it. Yes, 100 million lawsuits focused on the Fifth Amendment, the taking clause. Good for him. Looks like we're gonna get uh, another trillion dollars in spending through. I guess it'll be signed today or tomorrow. Uh, don't feel great about that, obviously, but damn, we, got, we are gonna get this 3.5 trillion on top of that. Folks, I don't know what people are thinking. We have inflation now, we have wage inflation, we have uh, 10 million jobs as we will talk about in a moment, a million more. I mean, this is, 
we are, we, we are repeating 1970. Remember that research I did for 50 years? I am shocked that people don't realize we're like in 1974, 1973, 1974, we're building this powder keg and damn, oh, it's gonna be bad. Anyways, we'll keep going. Uh, next up, looks like Tesla, as we've talked about in this channel, is having a rough time in China. As I've shared many times, I think Tesla is gonna rue the day that they invested in creating a um, factory. What do they call it? Mega plant or something. Uh, it looks like Tesla sales plunged 69% locally. Uh, it went from 28,000 to 8,000 roughly. That is, um, that is quite a drop. I think there is a big push by the Chinese government. It's a managed economy, folks. If you don't understand, they're not, they're, there's no capitalist system going on there. Uh, Tesla is in trouble in China. And it wouldn't shock me if in the next one, two, three years, they just pick up stakes and move out. It is, um, it's not a friendly environment. I mean, geez. Next up, as I said earlier, 10 million jobs. We crossed 10 million available jobs right now. First time ever. We now have 1 million more jobs than we have people unemployed. That should drive us crazy. We do have to, re we do have to step back from that number because it is so shocking and appreciate a couple of things. Let's not, let's, let's just appreciate a couple of things. As I shared a month, maybe two ago, we have a location problem. A lot of these openings is, if you were to look at them, are in the big cities like New York, San Francisco, restaurant you know, workers and Broadway and all of those things. But remember, people left. So yes, you have, I don't know, pick a number, 100,000 jobs available in New York City. Maybe you lost a million or two million people that used to fill those jobs. So people have to come back, right? So again, this, these numbers are painful. They should shock people, but there are some location problems. And then second, let's not forget until schools are in session, it is really tough on single parents, single mom, single dad, really tough. Let's just appreciate that, right? If you're a single mom or a single dad, you have one, two, three kids, and you can't have daycare, you can't put them in school, you're going to choose. I mean, it's, it's a tough spot. But again, the economy is coming back. We are going to have the roaring 20s, and boy, inflation is going to be around the corner, in my opinion. Again, what is happening with all these openings? Folks, go back and watch my 50 years. It is so obvious to me what is happening. We are having all these competition for employees. Employees have more power now than they've ever had in my 50 years. Wages are gonna go up. Benefits are going to go up. Prices are gonna go up. And go look at my 50 years. What happened in, what was it, 75, 76, 76, 77? Wages went up 20%. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. But remember, we are a consumption-based economy, and when wages go up, we don't save. We spend like it is an Olympic sport. And if you're in real estate, go look what happened next. Well, if you're in real estate, you like what happens next. I'm excited, but damn it, a lot of people are going to miss the boat. I want to talk to millennials and Gen Z here just for a moment. There is a trend coming along called buy now, pay later. It is one of these financial services things. Folks, this is like your parents' rent to own. It is not new. It is just rebranded something else. It is being offered on clothes and makeup and shoes and 
all this other crap that you freaking don't need and you can't afford, but you're buying it anyway, you are getting in the rat race deeper and deeper and deeper. You don't even know it. And then you're gonna whine that you can't afford a home. Stop buying stuff you can't afford. If you can't pay for it twice with cash, you can't afford it. Go listen to Jay-Z's song. It is my, the same people that are gonna complain about not being able to afford a home are gonna have all these freaking buy now, pay later debt. And then this stuff is not reported on your credit report. So uh, it's just gonna be horrible, uh, crazy. We did have a couple of earnings reports that I highlighted over the weekend come out. AMC, we gotta keep looking at AMC. It's a meme stock, people are, it's, I would not touch that with a 10 foot pole. Uh, they did beat top and bottom. And again, top is revenue, bottom is earnings. That's what top and bottom is when I say it. The one thing that they did announce, folks, is they are going to accept Bitcoin to pay for movie tickets. Really? We think we're gonna buy, we're gonna have Bitcoin to buy tickets. But again, they don't care. They want a press release. The press release will give them more people buying shares and blah, blah, blah. It really, we're gonna use Bitcoin to buy tickets anyway. And then of course we had Casper Sleep. This is one that we were looking at because again, I think we have had enough buying stuff. We are now buying experiences. Uh, they actually had a record quarter, uh, but they did highlight that they are suffering from much, much, much higher uh, input costs. Folks, inflation is real. We already talked about inflation up a thousand percent in earnings announcements. Pay attention, it is going to get worse. Uh, another thing, remember, if you follow my channel, what do I follow? I follow the consumer. The consumer, the consumer, the consumer. I'm always trying to figure out, are they getting greedy or afraid? Well, it looks like they've just gone from being, uh, I don't know, excited to starting to conserve again. It looks like the stupid media is out scaring people again, and the Delta fears are changing consumer behaviors fast. Uh, tr and these came from Chase Card Services. Again, credit cards, right? So they can see stuff every day, every hour, every minute if they wanted to. What they're saying is travel and entertainment and movies down 20% already. Ouch. Total credit card and debit spending, total down 10%. Consumers are getting nervous again. Uh, on top of that, uh, a couple of housing data I found. First, the UK, UK housing is interesting to look at. UK housing data says that there are 19 buyers for every listing, which I thought was interesting. Uh, it turns out in the UK, sellers, sellers are afraid uh, that if they sold the house they lived in, they wouldn't be able to find the next one. Think move up buyers, right? Sell entry level, move up. Uh, apparently that is something. I don't know the UK market. If you live in the UK, let me know if this works. But in the UK, I would, if I was an agent, I think they're called agents. If they're not called agents in the UK, I'm sorry, I don't know what they're called. But I would start to understand a contingency sale. This is something we need to understand in a market like this. I will sell my home contingent on finding another one. We've got to get the transactions going. And oh, by the way, in the UK, listings are down 40% since January. Wow. That is crazy. Uh, next up, CoreLogic is highlighting what they think will happen in the future. They must be watching this channel. They are saying that we have had 17% appreciation already this year, but they only see 3% the next year. This, folks, is the housing slowdown, plateau, whatever you want to call it. 
this is where we're at. This is where it's getting interesting. If you follow my channel, today's the, the next four to five months is where you get paid to do your homework. You get paid to find the motivated seller. They're out there. Do the work. And then the last thing, I want to reiterate what I believe is coming. I believe the Fed will start tapering this year, and I believe the Fed will raise rates next year. I'm aggressive. I think the economy is raging. I see wage inflation getting hotter and hotter like a boiling pot of water. And oh, by the way, look at 50 years of data. What happens to housing when wages go up? It's going to be an exciting year. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow for our daily financial news at 730. I'm interviewing three people today for you. We've got the Lumberjack Landlord at 8. We will do three interviews. I have a special surprise guest at 9 o'clock. And then Omar and I, your real estate entrepreneur, will talk at 930. Folks, have a wonderful day. Uh, thank you for all the participation, the thumbs up, the comments, the subscriptions. We've been doing this every day, and I appreciate all of your support. And again, one more time, Jeff and Heather, congratulations. Daniel, congratulations. I will drop these postcards in the mailbox as I head home. Bye-bye.